Are you a coach, consultant, or service provider looking to grow your business and make a bigger impact? I've had the opportunity of working with Group Coach Nation in the past, and Chris Williams and his team will help you scale your business to reach more clients through their group coaching programs and mastermind programs. Plus, with their comprehensive training and resources, they give you everything that you need to succeed. Check out Group Coach Nation today and start building the business that you've always dreamed of. Visit groupcoachnation.com to learn more and join their community. The Creator Economy Expo CEX 2023 is back. It's for content creators and entrepreneurs that are interested in building and growing their content-first businesses without relying on social platforms. Join over 500 bloggers, podcasters, authors. It is the event for learning and networking for content creators. It's this May 1st through 3rd, 2023 in Cleveland, Ohio. And there's gonna be 10 amazing keynote speakers over 30 in-depth breakout sessions. Some of the speakers that are gonna be there are Anne Hanley, Jay Klaus, Wave Wild, Brian Fanzo. It is going to be the event. And as a special offer, you can get $100 off using my coupon code, Katie100. And super early bird pricing ends on January 27th. So head over to cex.events to register today, Katie 100, save that hundred bucks, and we'll see you at CEX. Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business, when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm really excited to have today's guest because she's joining us all the way from Mexico City. And she and I have had the opportunity to talk a couple times. And when when I brought her on the last time for like our, our pre-interview, our pre-recording, I was like, okay, she's she knows her stuff. Um, so Lucy Badui is my guest today, and she's the founder and the CEO of My Right Hand Woman, which is a copywriting business that she started when she was uh, just a wee thing of 22 uh, during the pandemic. So that's you know similar. She started her her passion project when during the pandemic, and I started this podcast during the pandemic. But Lucy, you know, one of the most important things that for a business is having somebody that can write, is having somebody that can tell a story. And that's what we are going to talk about today, how to uh, write copy that is going to convert people uh, so that they they so, show up on your website, they show up in your social medias, and they're like, that's my person. So thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, so and Lucy, you started this back during the pandemic. You started your business. Uh, why did you decide to start a business during the pandemic? I feel like that was the time a lot of people were uh, kind of going through panic mode. Um, I mean, I decided to pick up a hobby that I always wanted to try, like this podcast. What made you decide to start your business? 
Yeah, I think the pandemic was like a weird time for everyone. I think it's really two different paths. So the first path is I am an extrovert and I was absolutely losing my mind. And I was like, I need to just do something like put all of this like crazy extroverted energy into something. And growing a business just kind of seemed like a natural progression for me. I've always been business minded. I had just graduated with my degree in marketing. And I was applying for corporate jobs and nothing was really landing. So it was kind of my like, okay, my now or never moment. Like I had the career side, I had the personal passion side. And I was like, let me just go for it. I mean, I'm 22 years old. Like this is the time when I can just fail hard. It's not a big deal. And then I can always figure it out later. And then obviously, because you're watching or listening to this podcast, it did not fail. And I always say it's probably one of the best risks I've ever taken. You know, and I think that too, like for, for me, I was laid off from my job that I thought I was going to be at for for forever. It was pretty sweet. I was the marketing manager for the Colorado Rockies mm-hmm. TV station. And then I was kind of thrown into this, well, my, you know, my position was eliminated essentially. And so I decided just to take the leap into entrepreneurship. And I understand exactly like, well, let's just, I believe in myself. Let's see what can happen. So kudos to you. Now, have you always been a writer? Have you, were you like growing up, were you like, I just love writing books or reading books? Or uh, were you kind of going through life and you graduated, like you said, with with the degree in marketing and you're like, well, I'm a pretty good writer. I know how to write some stuff that can convert. Oh, for sure. I mean, my mom always would joke that she'd come into my rooms and just see loose leaf paper. Like obviously as a kid, I had a laptop, but it was like 900 pounds. Um, so I wasn't doing much <laughs> typing. I was just writing on loose leaf and I would write like realistic fiction stories. I would write poems and, you know, I was pretty young. I was probably like seven or eight. And then a nine, I was published in like an, an anthology of young American writers. Um, so I always thought like, oh, I was going to go into journalism or I was going to become an author. Um, but I just quickly realized like there's this part of me that wants to like make even more of an impact in women's lives specifically and help women grow something with my writing. So I always like to joke, like, of course I have that like inner child of loving writing. Um, but I also have like, I'm a marketer first and writing is my medium to make that happen. And, And Lucy, you bring up a good point. You loved writing stories. And I think that as business owners, Sometimes we don't appreciate our own stories the way that we should. And that's, I mean, I've, I've found for, for my business, that's really what sells. How mm-hmm. can I make what I do something that people are going to identify with? They're going to resonate with. They, they feel the story. They feel like they know, like, and trust me. So why don't we actually start our conversation there about uh, how important it is to really figure out what your story is, because that is what's going to be your brand's voice. Oh, I love that. I mean, I'm so team story. I think especially in the online world, it's so saturated and anyone can be a faceless brand or just try and run some ads and hope something sticks. But what really brings people more of that standout, that X factor is who they are, their story, where they came from, why they do what they do, because people want to feel the emotion, the passion. We want to buy from people that make us feel something. Absolutely. And what are some of your biggest tips for somebody if they're like, well, you know, I just, I just am a a contractor or I'm just a a real estate agent. I mean, there's really nothing special about what I do. What would you tell them as they are listening to this episode right here about the importance of figuring out what their brand's voice is? 
I think it really comes down to the idea of realizing that your story is special, even if in the eyes of the world, it's not like crazy flashy. Of course, there's going to be some people who are like, I quit my corporate job and I took a one-way ticket to Bali and then I made a million dollars in a year. And you're like, awesome. Okay. Story written for me. Um, but it doesn't have to be that crazy. It can be something as a rejection you faced. It can be um, maybe a really beautiful moment in your life where you're like, no, this is my spark point. It doesn't even have to be one aha moment. It can be like a really tough year that you grew through or it can be just like a friend who gave you a pep talk and you're like, yeah, that, that really stuck with me. So the main thing when you're telling a story, I think, is to just make it really logical for people to follow. Have relatable, specific details. Start in the beginning. Have a rise. What helped you kind of get to the point where you were like, I'm going to do this? Have a climax point. If you have like an aha moment, make it really clear. And then talk about where you are now. Allow people to kind of enter your world and follow your journey, even if it feels kind of mundane. If it feels mundane, it's probably actually going to be more relatable. Yeah. And I think that too, Lucy, one of the things that you you said there at, with the brand stories, as you're growing your business, there's going to be things where you... I mean, it's your life. It's not. It might not seem like it's a big deal for you, but that's what's going to help different potential clients and power partners want to work with you. They're going to say, yeah, this is my person. Uh, I loved how they overcame this. I loved how they solved that problem. So I guess if, if someone who's listening right now doesn't really know where to begin, what would be your your biggest tip for them as they're trying to uh, to figure out what their brand's voice is going to be? I think if you're like totally new, have never done any of this work before you can even start thinking about your brand voice, you should think about your voice. So this can be as simple as walking up to a few of your friends and saying, what are three adjectives you think of when you think of me? If you notice that your friends are always saying you're like the light of the party, you're really funny, you're really casual, going for like that really intimidating expert role is just never going to feel quite right. Your copy is never going to land. You're always going to feel like your brand is a little bit off. So that's like, first step level one. Um, and then what I usually coach my clients because my clients will come to me at about like level three, four, um, is then we go deeper into, okay, well, who's your ideal client? How do they want to interact with you? And how can we marry your voice with the voice that's going to best resonate and bring you sales? So off of that, that, that ending sentence right there, sales, because that's what really we all want. We all yeah. want to make some more money. And Really, I, this is one of the things that I've learned with with social media and, and writing for social media posts is you can have some copy that will make some sales for you. It's not just about paid ads. You can really write captions and co website copy, blogs, emails that are going to convert an organic audience. How do, how do you kind of coach your, your clients or how do you craft copy that generates more leads and more sales for your clients? How do you really kind of guide them through that process? For sure. I mean, I think ads are great. I do both. I do organic and ads. Most of my clients probably make 80% of their money from organic, about 20% from ads. And I probably write ads really infrequently because the truth is you can do so much with organic reach these days. The main thing is to just kind of view your funnel as a pyramid. So your foundation needs to be so strong. So that's going to be your website, your brand voice, your brand awareness, your identity, your sales pages. And then from there, as you move up in the pyramid, 
pyramid I'm kind of doing, I like to call it a reverse funnel. Um, so as you move up in the pyramid, then you have things like, you know, your Instagram or your blog or your Pinterest page. And then, you know, if you go up to the tip of the pyramid, then it's like those things like speaking at an event. So you kind of have like all of these different things. But the truth is, if your foundation's not there, if you don't have a strong website or you don't have a strong sales page, you have nothing to like send people to. And then it's much harder to make sales because you have to talk to them in the DMs, which is like great if you're selling two high ticket programs. But if you're selling like to 800 people, I mean, I would be exhausted. So it's just a matter of making sure all of your things can live somewhere and people can go there. And that somewhere is incredibly persuasive. Well, and I think that also, Lucy, one of the the ways that I've found a lot of success just for, for my own business was having a, a, a similar voice. So if you're showing up and writing kind of fun captions, you write, you know, you have the the blogs where you you can tell it's the same person doing the writing. I think that that helps build that no like and trust factor just as much as having a picture that goes along with it, just as much as having that dancing and pointing reel. If you have copy that sounds like you can hear them saying it to you, you can hear the tone of their voice as the, the they're reading along with it. It definitely makes it a lot easier for people to know, like, and trust you. What 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 what's one of your tips on writing some of this copy that will help generate people to that tip of the pyramid, as you put it? Because you don't want to just show up and be like, "Hey, come buy it from me." Um, you really have to have well-written posts, well-written land sales pages, landing pages, website copy that makes people say, that's my person. That's who I want to buy from. I think you just touched on a really great point of consistency um, in a brand voice. And just for everyone who's listening to this, that is never an accident. It doesn't matter if you're looking at Coca-Cola or a coach that you really look up to. Everything in the marketing world is curated. And I will say this again and again. So how that's actually done is a very specific process of creating a brand voice style guide. Um, If it's just you writing everything for your business, I would say that's not as critical. But if you're at the point where you're hiring a social media manager, you have an agency doing your emails, maybe you have someone writing your blogs, everyone is having to be you and speak in your voice, but they're not you. So by having this style guide, you can basically say, okay, here's my voice in a packet, read it, digest it, and then write in this tone. Um, So that's like the first thing I definitely wanted to touch on. And then when it comes to writing copy, that makes people be like, okay, this is my person, no brainer. It's really, it's a big soup pot. I'm using so many metaphors in this, um, in this podcast. You know, it's, it's a little bit of sales psychology, of course. It's also your brand voice. It's also how you're showing up, but it's also if your offer is just well thought out. Um, so that's why I always say like, you know, you can hire a copywriter, a copywriter can bring you great results, but it's always so many different factors that give you that irresistibility um, on the internet. And now a quick break to hear from some of our sponsors. Are you ready to feel expansive, be bold and live more abundantly as an elite master coach? The Abundance Now Summit is a three-day global event hosted by elite and master coaches from around the world. With inspiring talks, panels, workshops, and more, this summit will equip you with the tools you need to turbocharge your business. On day one, you'll discover science and psychology behind the abundant living so that you can know what's going on in your brain, mind, and body when you choose to level up. On day two, you'll learn powerful and new coaching techniques you can use to create abundant breakthroughs in your clients' lives. 
And finally, on day three, you'll apply practical strategies that will help you land clients, get visible, and build your seven-figure coaching practice. Register now at AbundanceNowSummit.com. Now, let's get back to today's episode. And, and I think that that's, it's so true. When you're writing, you can tell when somebody is being authentic. You mm-hmm. can tell if something has just been kind of copy and pasted from a website and now they're trying to use it on their social media. I mean, this is one of the things, honestly, that I love about about podcasting and, and social audio. Um, totally different kind of tangent here. But I mean, you can tell when somebody's reading something off of Google. You can tell when someone is being authentic. I honestly, that is one of the things that I think is great that's come out of the pandemic. As much as I've tried to shy away from from reels and, and the short form video, you can really see someone's authenticity. So I think that it's something that's been a great, uh, I guess, side effect of the pandemic is that we're not seeing so many curated photos and high-end videos and and all that. We're just seeing people in their offices or in their bedrooms. And I think it's important in in marketing, you know, to to have that authenticity. How do you really help your your clients bring that authenticity to their to their websites, to their landing pages so that it shows up in their copy? When it comes to authenticity, it's always about kind of having both, I say, like definitely, yes, I love seeing people in their offices, no makeup, kid pulling on their shirt. Like, you know, that's, that's the whole vibe of like work from home. Like, what are we going to do? Go back to like suits and stuffiness. I mean, I'm not. Um, so I think that is just like so brilliant and so beautiful. And I always encourage people to take those messy parts of your life, but make it make sense. And I think that's where the magic happens. So I'll just give a kind of more tangible example is if someone is writing their about page and they're talking about how they love coffee and fall, like, okay, these are awesome things. I love coffee and fall too, but that is like, it's authentic, but it's so random. It's like, you know, okay, everyone on the planet likes coffee and fall. Why does that specifically lead into someone saying you are the person they want to work with? So maybe it was a fall day where you were like playing with your kids, raking leaves, they hopped in and you were like, oh my God, I'm going to start a group coaching program where (laughs) I can't even speak. I'm going to start a group coaching program where women who are in their nine to fives hop into a whole new life of entrepreneurship, kind of like the leaves I just saw. So as you can see, I'm taking this like authenticity, but I'm adding context around it. So it's not just this like random, this is my life. It's like, this is my life. And this is how it relates to how I'm about to help you. Lucy, I didn't want you to stop. That was awesome. No, I I mean, like it's so true because even, and this is one of the things I work with with a lot of my coaching clients is they're like, oh, well, you know, I do a lot of CrossFit. Should I like show that in my feed? And I'm like, well, I mean, does it really help you with your real estate or or whatever? And how can you relate it back to what your audience is there for? Uh, you know, the the leaves example was was perfect because jumping into, into something and, and really identifying like, this is a part of my personal life. This is how you're going to be able to relate to it. And this is what I can offer you. 
That was awesome. I'd give us more examples. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I'll do one with like more sales copy when you're directly talking about it. I always often will say to my clients, like use metaphors. Like if you have a spouse who's like a doctor, use like a nerdy science example to like add context to your sales page. I mean, I actually just did that with one of my clients for her launch course and it worked out really well. We were able to contextualize like a really kind of nerdy, geeky theory and it worked so well because it set her apart. Um, so it's taking things that people can hold on to, maybe an animal reference, or maybe talking about your pet, or maybe just talking about your state of mind or like a quirky hobby you have, but essentially just making it make sense and really relating it back to the end goal of what your client has. I make so many jokes around copywriting. Like everyone knows that I don't go through a single VIP day without polishing off a bar of chocolate. Um, and that is about my personal life, but I am relating it to the service that I'm providing. And, and I think that too, with that, it making you authentic. It's making you relatable. People know like, okay, with the chocolate or, or with the leaves, they they understand that if you show up a certain way all the time, it's going that, like, oh yeah, well, of course, that's that's a Lucy post or that's a Lucy, uh, you know, a sales page or anything. You're going to bring in some aspect of your personality with your with your voice, with your brand's voice. And as you do it, it's going to make it easier and easier for your clients and your your customers to feel like they know, like, and trust you before you even hop on a call with them. And I think that that is one of the the biggest things with with so many uh, sales pages. Honestly, nobody wants nobody opens up LinkedIn and is like, I hope I have a whole bunch of random DMs from strangers that I don't know that are trying to sell me their services. There's something special about selling to somebody with your copy when they don't even know that they're that they're being sold to. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves buying. Like I'm so excited to see what my community is launching for Black Friday. Um I'm like ready to just read through all their sales pages and watch their reels and you know even buy some things. Like I even set aside a budget to just like treat myself to stuff. <laughs> and I I'm excited by that. But if someone slid into my DMs tomorrow and was like, "Do you want to join my course?" I would be like, "And eh, delete." Yeah. Um because it's like I don't I don't want to be sold to. I want to be able to go shopping and figure it out for myself. And that's why I always say write copy for the empowered buyer because you never even want someone who's going to expect you to save them. You want people who are excited to be there and maybe investing in you was their edge and they're nervous, but it's a good kind of nervous because they hold you in high regard and they're ready to be in your program or in your world or buy your product. And and I think that that is one of the, the biggest things is you want to be cultivating a community of your biggest fans as you grow your, your business. And like you said before, you know, ads, ads are great. Um, you know, it's, it's a great way to bring in new people that might not have stumbled across you organically. But those sales are going to be a lot easier when you show up the same way time and time again through your, your blogs, through your, your podcast, your website, your social posts. People are going to be like, yeah, that's my person. So when you, when you try to sell them, and send them your your sales page. They're like, I know this person. This is how they write. This is how I connect with them. I want to just try and uh, kind of wrap up this episode with if if uh, people who are listening right now, they're like, these all sound great, but I really don't know how to even get started with this. Is there some sort of a framework that you walk people through as they're to help them figure out this? This is your story. This is your your you. This is what you can build your copy around. This is how you can really push your brand out there. This is going to be your brand's voice. 
Is there some sort of framework that you walk people through to help guide them into their owning their voice? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I believe that everyone needs to own their voice, whether they have the money to hire a copywriter or they don't. Um, so the way I do it is kind of two ways. So the first is if someone hires me, I have a series of questionnaires and you can kind of mimic this process because what I ask in the questionnaires are like really foundational business questions. Like who's your ideal client? How did you get into where you are today? What's the value you're providing? What's the transformation? How are you different? Um, so I would say just start journaling on these questions and thinking like, okay, well, how, how am I different? Okay. How does my differentiator relate to who I am as a person? And just like you can get like a giant whiteboard and just like see it visually and start to figure out where are the links, where are the pieces. Um, and then another thing is I also write templates because I realize that not everyone's in the position to hire a copywriter. And that's kind of where if you want to take a really big deep dive, write your own copy, develop your brand voice, the template shop is where you should be because those are just some like hefty documents that you can sit down with in an afternoon and write your copy because I take you line by line of what you should be saying. But at the same time, I don't say, okay, it's a Mad Lib, just put a word in here. You know, we're really going to work together on the page to cultivate your voice. Um, but I think the main thing is just putting your energy and your time into it. And if this episode of the only thing it did is make you see that, that, that it's important to focus on your brand voice. I mean, I think that's a win right there because you can build off of that. And at, this is, this is the final, the final kind of topic I want to touch on, because I know that for me, the, when I first started my business, I was like, all right, I need to have a website. And then I created one and didn't really, you know, I was just like, oh, this is what I do. Um, but somebody actually came over to my website recently and they said, so do you, I mean, like what you're doing is pretty different, Katie. I've never heard of a social media agency that does, you know, outbound engagement strategies and all. And I was like, oh, yes. I was like, I probably should put all that on my website. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I had no idea. I just thought you were another agency. And so I want people to to sit down and and think about everything that you've said, because your your brand voice is extremely important. And when you find out what it is that's different, don't be ashamed of it. Don't try and hide it. Try and push it out there because it is what's going to help you stand out from the rest of the people that are doing exactly what you do. There's something that you do that's different than everybody else. There's something about you that's different than everybody else. Yeah. And I think it's important to realize if you do decide to go for like an irreverent brand voice or infuse humor, you know, some people aren't going to get it. And they're, you know, if you ask your family or if you ask people who maybe are in your business's past, but you've grown from there, they might say like, I don't know if I like this new version of you. And you're going to have to push through that. And sometimes it can be really, really tough. Um, but just know that by allowing people to love you by being like really out there, you know, less like not everyone's going to like you. And I think, you know, that's like kindergarten advice, but it's especially true with messaging because, you know, when you do lean into your brand voice, you're, it's a lot of vulnerability. You know, that's you, that's your voice. That's you putting your mark on the world. So it's just like lean into it and own it and just realize that the right people will come. Oh, mic drop. That is awesome. And, and Lucy, I think it, it's, it's 100% true. I mean, I, I learned all that with reels and video. I mean, like I was like, Oh gosh, what if people don't like me? Um, but you know, it's, they can unfollow me. They don't need to buy yeah. from me, you know? So, yeah. uh, you know, you will find some people that aren't your people, but you will find your people and they're going to be your biggest fans, your biggest brand advocates. And they're going to tell everyone they know to work with you. So 
Lucy, this has been an awesome conversation. I feel like you and I could talk copy um, and best strategies for much longer. But if some, you mentioned those templates, you've mentioned, you know, you have a VIP group. If people who are listening right now are like, okay, I need to connect with this, this Lucy girl uh, because she had a lot of great tips and I need some help with my copy. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah. So you can head over to my website, myrighthandwoman.com. Right is spelled like writing. That's my pun. Um, that's a really great place if you want to see all my services. I'm like super transparent. So you'll see prices and everything on there. No lead magnet necessary. Um, and then if you want to just chat with me, I'm most active on Instagram at myrighthandwoman. You can just slide into my DMs. I'm newly on TikTok at myrighthandwoman, which makes me feel like a total Gen Z, which I know I am, <laughs> but I'm a bad Gen Z. Um, and those would be my two main ones. And then also on my website, or if you want to just go to findmybrandvoice.com, I have a fun quiz that literally feels like a BuzzFeed quiz. And it'll give you that first like dipping your toes into brand voice. Awesome. Well, Lucy, thank you again so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. It was great um, chatting with you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights. podcasters, recording musicians, and streamers who are looking for studio quality audio at home or on the road, the Shure MV7 Podcast Kit is a premium all-in-one solution inspired by the legendary SM7B, which is what yours truly currently uses. It's designed to address the versatility required by modern creators. Visit Shure.com for more information and more details.